Alright everybody, that's right. It's episode two of your new favorite show, The Game Papas, presented by Uncle Dad Talks. And with th- with you always on this show is the one and only Retro Gaming Nomad. Hey, 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 what's up everybody? And of course, Uncle Dad himself. What's up? We are going to talk games, and I really quickly, before we get into that, I just want to shout out everybody who had listened and who has subscribed to the, our Patreon. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, Retro feels the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Thank. I never thought in a million years I'd be doing something like this, especially with any subscribers. Thank you so, so very much. But what about doing it with your old-time friend? Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nostalgic. All right, gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's been great. This journey is crazy, and this this whole Uncle Dad thing is always crazy. So, thank you for everybody who has signed up. So, it's February. Well, it's not really February when we're recording, but when you hear this, it'll be February. And what is what is February? What's the most important holiday of the February month? Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, some people would say Valentine's Day, but nah, <laughs> it's. Super Bowl weekend. Now, obviously, we don't know who's in the Super Bowl. But before we dive into the games, let's talk about this. Who do you think it's going to be? It's definitely not the Rams. Oh, <laughs> that's my team, yes. My team's the Rams. I, I don't think it's going to happen. They bet everything on this year, and I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't see it. We can't beat the 49ers. So if the 49ers somehow uh, meet the Rams, we're going to lose. I think it's going to be, and this hurts me to say, I'm not saying Tampa Bay. I know, I know. I think I know what it is. I think it's going to be the Green Bay Packers versus the Chiefs. I, I hate oh, to say it, the but I, I, th- I think it is, dude. I think it's going to be the Niners versus Green Bay Packers. Now, stop with the Niners stuff, dude. I mean, they do have a good deal. But in the end, Jimmy G is going gonna to fail you. But here's the thing. There's something that we have that no other team has right now, and you can see it on the field. And you know what that is? Confidence. Well, Defense. They're, pl- they're playing with so much heart. They are. And you can feel it. And I think the Rams game really showed that they they really are trying to do it for each other, not for money. I mean, I'm yeah, sure money are, is a part of it, but obviously it's like... They absolutely are playing with a lot of heart. Nobody wants to see them right now. Nobody does. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, I know that the Cowboys are terrified. Yeah. Cause, uh, I, I got the 49ers beating the Cowboys. So so everybody, just everybody knows when we're recording this, they have not played yet. Right. The so, playoffs have not started. We're talking about the first first game of the playoffs. So I, just to be clear, at the time you hear this, this may have already happened. Or this, have, this would have happened, right? Yeah. So hopefully when we talk to you in March, we can be like, I just, I just, I hope it's not Tom Brady again. I can't see him in another Super Bowl, man. Even if he makes it, even if he doesn't win, I just, I don't want to see another Tom yeah, Brady. Super I hear you. I hear you. I was in Tampa recently and dude. The way they love Tom Brady oh, is insane. And really, the way they love the Bucks. So they call it Tampa Bay. Uh, oh, Tampa. Tom Papa? Oh, that's, Tom a, Papa. That's, that's, a, that's a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> he probably doesn't like that. And there's a there's a there's another, uh, what's his name, Papa? He's the he's the voice of the 49ers. Or, or, the game Papas. Oh, oh the game yeah. Papas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> um, but as you can tell, we're, obviously you can see where the theme is going. And what is this month's theme? Offshoot sports games. Offshoot, offshoot. <laughs> I guess you can call it that. I mean, a z- little little zany style sports games. Yeah, not traditional sports games. I mean, obviously, look, look. No, the reason I I will say this. Obviously, there are some real great NFL two K five, right? Greatest football game. Greatest football game of all time. NBA two K five. One of the greatest basketball games of all time. Shout out to my man Tian Buku one. Buku one. 
but yeah, I just, uh, you know, those are all great. And, you know, obviously even the, the NBA two K's that are coming out now are great, mm. but you know, let's talk about the other side of sports, the, the sports games that are sports games, but they're just a little bit sillier, right? What's the first one that comes to your mind when we talk about silly sports games? Two, actually, but I'll just go one right away. So the first one that comes to my mind, like, right out of the gate is always, for some reason, I don't even know why, it's always uh, Mutant League Football. Yes. I don't absolutely. know why that is, right? Like, because I think that was such a, like, an impactful... It just came out, of, it came out of left field. Like, it just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it was like, it was like, what? What is this game? Yeah, a bunch so, of monsters playing football, and it played well. Was that an arcade game first? I don't know if it was arcade. We have to do some research on that one. Okay, because I thought it might have been actually the first time I heard it was on console. So Sega, right? Yeah, Sega Genesis. Yeah, and you know, and and with that theme, that's what we're going to talk about: is a bunch of zany sports games. And you know, obviously, I think a lot of people always. I, I don't know. I always think, of, what's your favorite sports game? That's not a sports game, and I always hear Mario Kart and Mario Golf. Yeah, but would you consider Mario Kart a sports game? It's a racing game. It's a racing game. I wouldn't consider it a sports game. Now, if it was said like Mario F1, then oh, okay, yeah, you got the F1 license. Maybe it's a sports game. I wouldn't consider it a sports oh, game that's personally. Next. That's next. Mario F1. <laughs> Mario, yeah. Or actually, it'll be Wario's F1 Racing. There you go. <laughs> I like that idea. Um, but, you know, before we kind of kick off the show, we got to do a couple things. Well, the first thing is let's drink a beer. There we go. It's uh, beer time. And today, and so what I've decided for the show is each episode, not only are we going to have a themed gaming episode but we're going to have a a theme of beers so a theme of beers and today's theme or this month's theme is sour beers i'm not the biggest fan of sour beers Fair he's one. not but he'll drink them yeah my my better half is a huge fan of sour beers i am thank you yeah yeah whatever and uh <laughs> hopefully we're gonna have her on the show uh soon because she is a certified... oh, oh your girlfriend's like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's jealous guy sorry uh but uh hey i'm uh i'm always uh, down to give it a shot and see what happens and i'm always uh open-minded so let's right, do it so let's grab a the, out of this magic lunchbox got a nice 1970s style coleman ice chest uh signed by uncle dad merlin olson signed it who's that he was a lineman for the rams of course oh. the fearless foursome you mean the team? There's some force. The sorry. team that keeps getting beat by the Niners. And by the 49ers, yes. I I can't. I have nothing. <laughs> I got nothing, man. Six in a row. I I have nothing. It's insane. So obviously, if you haven't if you haven't gathered yet, I'm a huge Niner fan, and huge in more ways than one. Guys. <laughs> I'm a I'm a little Rams fan. Let's let's actually flip that flip that script there. Yeah. Um. So we are drinking now. Just to be fair, I bought a bunch of random sours. Uh, the first one is going to be by Wild Barrel, and this is called the Vice Nectarine Cherry. This is a Berliner Vice style ale with nectarine and cherries. That sounds delicious. It, um, yeah, it's uh, it's very tantalizing. What's the ABV, sir? Uh, ABV on this bad boy is a five point two. So that's like a decent, not like crazy, but like you know, enough gives a little get you going. Sixteen ounce. So without further ado, of course, here's the pop, and here's the slurp. You can taste that nectarine right at the top. That's pretty good. <laughs> I gotta say, this isn't bad. Um, I am pleasantly surprised with this one. Fruity, kind of like me. <laughs> um, a little tart, like Uncle Dad. It's um not overly sour. It's not. I like how you said tart because it is just enough tartness. Mm -hmm. But that nectarine hits you real hard in the front. 
and I get that cherry cherry at the end. Mm, cherry drizzle. It's it's that's really good. I I think it's really good. I yeah, this is actually pretty good, man. I'm not a fan of a sours. This is pretty good. I will give this wild barrel vice nectarine cherry eight footballs out of ten. Ooh, being that I'm not a big fan of. Uh, Sours, I can't give it that high. Okay, tell me but what you give it. I will give it seven and a half footballs. Footballs are yellow yellow flags out of ten. Now let's motherfucking talk about sports games. So I have one game for you right away. I'm going to go up first. So I go. think the way we'll do it is we'll kind of toss games back and forth. Let's go, and then we'll chat about it. My first game is, and honestly, I just got to throw it out there just because it's like it wasn't available in the U.S. It was only available in Japan, but it became kind of a cult hit. Is Mega Man Soccer for the NES. Oh, man, I remember that. Yes. NES or no, SNES. SNES. It was a SNES game. That's right. Right, but that would have been in Japan. That would have been Super Famicom. Yes. And uh, You know what Famicom stands for? Family Computer. That is correct, sir. Yeah, I think, um, so it's funny. I, I My memory of that game is, uh, remember when emulators were first becoming popular? I remember a friend of mine, in the th- I used to be in the theater cl- theater department, and uh, in the theater department in high school, this guy had a gaming, com- or this girl had a gaming computer, and she goes, oh, check out my games, and so I was like, oh, Mega Man Soccer, I've never seen that before, so I played it, and I guess I thought it was Mega Man, like regular Mega Man, like 2D side-scroller with the soccer ball for some reason, but no, it was straight up, you know, I think it was like 6v6 soccer, Yeah, and it's kind of fun. Like, it's not great, but it's kind of fun. Like, I don't know. I mean, did you ever play it? I did. I played a little bit of it. Emulator as well. Played it in college, <laughs> actually. Uh, downloaded a main emulator with a bunch of other emulators, and I came across it. Yeah, I forgot about that game. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, it's Mega Man in there, you know what I mean? Or in Japan, called Rockman. Rockman. So, um, yeah, I can't go wrong with that. Uh, it already got the appeal. Uh, decent playing. It was fun. Yeah, and, and there really isn't much to say because it is very much just your basic soccer game. You just kick a, kick a ball, score, and I don't even think they used like any abilities, right? There was no abilities aspect, right? There was. No, I don't remember any kind of like supers or any. And I think that would have been the key, right? Like, because that's what Mega Man is known for the special abilities. So you should be like charge up your meter and then like, oh, fireball kick or yeah, or you know. able to like somehow suck up the ball maybe through your butt or something like that, and then just shoot it out your hand. <laughs> why you know, because it's like why your butt. Well, it's got to be some kind of entry. He has a gun that... I guess you could suck it up with a gun and then shoot it back out. <laughs> I don't think it would have that much trajectory on it or oh, but your, but your velocity. But, but your asshole wins. Oh, yeah, absolutely, dude, because it's just through your bowels. Yeah, gotcha. It's pressure. It's got to come out, man. <laughs> I guess. It's Mega Man. It's Mega Man. So, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed that one. That was my first... The first... When we, when we brought up this theme and we talked about it, I was like, the first game I want to talk about is Mega Man Soccer. So, that's mine. So, now let me uh, let me volley it to you. Uh, not as exciting as that one, but I always remember this because this was one of the very, very first games that I ever bought for my Sega Genesis when I first got it. And this is circa 89, 90, I think it was maybe 91 might've been 91. Uh, but there was a game made by EA and it wasn't EA sports yet. It was just electronic arts and it was called zany golf, zany golf. So Tell me about that game because you brought that up to me through a text, and I was like, "What is? I don't remember. That. I don't know if I know that game." Yeah, so Zany Golf essentially was a video game, uh, one of the very first ones I've ever seen, ever know about, where it kind of made a game about miniature golf, sort of, sort of speak, so to speak. So 
you're able to putt. It had a bunch of these little like uh, traps that you can get stuck in, different rails that you can hit and just watch the game go by. And nowadays there are a dime a dozen. But back then there was nothing like that. And what year did you say? I'm sorry. God, man, I want to say I want to say I, I want to say I got it is between 89 to 91. Maybe maybe it was more closer to 91, maybe that I got it. But yeah, it was one of the first games I got on Sega Genesis. I actually got that one before I got the first uh, John Madden football. Really? Which I'm glad you brought up because we should just quickly just dive into that real fast. Uh, John Madden had just passed away. Yeah, rest in peace. And, uh, you know, look, I'm not a Raiders fan, right? But you can you can respect the fuck out of John Madden. Yeah, I think he made football on Sundays and later on Monday night uh, just to be a little more watchable, if you will, for the layman who doesn't know all the, you know, all the terms of football. He made it fun. You didn't have to know all the terms of football, the, you know, uh, uh, illegal, you know, lineman downfield or, or um, formation all of that. He just he made it fun. And I think one of the the favorite clips that anybody talks about when it comes to John Madden is when he reviewed the turducken on on Thanksgiving. That's right. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah, first you got the chicken. They just stuffed in a duck. And he's like, and then you cut it and it has, it has six legs. And it, it's just hilarious, man. He made it, it, everything funny. And. Uh, I saw an interview they had with what's his name? Uh, what's the other the guy? The other guy that he did uh, Monday Night Football with? I don't know. I can't. I can't remember his name. Sorry, guys, if I can't remember his name. But uh, he he talked about it like what you saw is what you got with that guy. He wasn't a different person. He treated everybody kind. Was open, able to sit down and talk with anybody who wanted to sit down and talk, especially football, and. Uh, yeah, and he hated to fly, so he took his bus everywhere. That's that's awesome, man. Like he seemed like a very genuine person. So much so, he fucking had pro- or has probably one of the top ten. I would say probably top ten most successful franchises of all time. Absolutely. Uh, I, I don't think Electronic Arts is where they're at today without John Madden. I, I pro- yeah, you're probably right because that was literally that's that's a the thing is I guarantee you if you ask somebody, hey, do you know what John Madden is? Oh, you mean uh, Madden the game? Right. Look at the interviews. They they talked uh, to all the players and stuff. They all bring up John Madden football. Yeah. This is why I became a fan of this guy. I I, I watched uh, the route running on this guy. This guy it was yeah. like so detailed. And I remember getting John Madden football for my Sega Genesis and taking it to well playing it and telling my friends about it. And my friend Lonnie at the time, he's like, "Hey man, you want to just head to the crib and play some video games?" And I was like, "Yeah." We normally did like Streets of Rage stuff. And I was like, "Hey, I got yeah. John Madden football." Took it down there, and he was absolutely blown away. He's like, "Are you kidding me?" I think, I think, right after that, he went out and bought one. I'm not sure, but we played that game for like six, seven hours straight, and it was just so revolutionary with the receiver windows, the way you could pick different plays. There was nothing like that. Everybody was used to Tech Mobile before that, and for you to have this field of vision with real players, real plays, you know, eleven on eleven football, it was it was phenomenal, and um. Yeah, just to this day, you know, legendary reviews might be up or down on, on the latest one. Who knows? But um, yeah, you, I, you can't deny its legacy for sure. And you you can't. I mean, the, the unfortunate part is Madden the game, right? So um, I buy it every year for my dad because he just loves it. Like my dad loves Madden. Uh, but the thing is, I try to play him because I can play with my dad. And the problem is, they're just they don't do enough to change it. You know, they tried to do things here and there, but they just. I don't know. They're just never to me. I can't remember the name of it, but there was one Madden that came out for the either the 360 or the Xbox One, where they introduced that new fluid engine. 
Uh, do you remember that? I I I I kind of recall that, but I don't know what year it was. So so basically, it was an engine where when you would tackle people, it felt real. It, it, they would actually tackle people more real. It was more fluid, as they called it. And uh, to me, that was the last Madden I played. That was like, wow, this is fucking revolutionary. Revolutionary, yeah. yeah. Because the way that he, they would they would tackle it felt so real, and the way that their body parts would fall, and like how you can grab onto the ankle, that was great. But ever since then, they, they think they try, and they just you know, I know they added a storyline to the last or second to last mm-hmm. uh, Madden, which is a cool idea. I think I think sports should have storylines, yeah. in my opinion. And I and I think that's kind of the challenge right you're coming out with a sports game every single year and you have to make it fresh yep you know and it's like what kind of challenge is that man you got to top it you got to top it you got to top it and at one point you got to just say hey maybe what we have is good enough you know just update the roster so to speak but so and i think that's what it is really it's the roster right because obviously you know so and so leaves right you want to have them out of it or whoever's in it right like yeah totally you know i think um john madden's legacy will always live forever in all these games and i think uh to tie it back to him it's like we should be very thankful that you know he introduced us to this world of gaming because in a lot of ways that created a whole new gamer you know absolutely the john madden the John Madden, you know, football games created literally the sports game here. And, you know, say what you will. Like, look, yeah, they might not play all the cool, obscure shit that so-and-so plays. But you know what the great thing is? We're all connected by one thing, and that's gaming. Yeah. And I think we need to remember that. And sometimes I think we forget about that. Yeah. And, and, and I think Madden also brought a lot of those football players to try other sports games, if you will. A lot of those, a lot of those players, I, I know personally friends that, only played Madden, you know, in the early days and they were, Hey, let me, let me, what game are you playing? I'm playing FIFA. And they would play FIFA with me. All this plays is NHL because they're, they're used to the whole brand of EA sports and that derived and was birthed essentially by John Madden football. See, and what other, what other like game really did that? Yeah. I, Not very many. And it lasted this long. I mean, it's been what, 30 years. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So, John Madden, we raise your, our beer to you. Yep. Thank you for everything. Your legacy will always live on, not just in gaming, but in sports in general. So, cheers to John Madden. He'll remember that number. <laughs> that was good. Madden 93. Now, that's the only time we'll talk about real sports, so let's get back into that's it. That's it. That's that so, we're done. So, you threw to me Zany Golf. Zany Golf, yes. I'm going to throw something at you that I think you're going to be like, huh? <laughs> okay. On the Commodore 64. Uh-oh. Now, really quickly, we haven't died. Just tell them a brief overview of what the Commodore 64 is. The Commodore 64 originally was a computer-based system, if you will, that used actual keyboard and an absolutely terrible joystick controller. But it had uh, two buttons, one on the left, uh, one on the right on the top of it. Um, and you were able to uh, play these games via tape. That's right. Actually put a tape in there. But what was cool about the Commodore 64 is you can create your own games on that bad boy. Now, when you say tape, you should probably specify cassette tape. Cassette tape. It was basically a cassette tape that used sound pulses to basically program your games. And that technology is still around to this day. And not to get off topic, but there was one game that utilized this kind of creative technique with the sound sound pulses. Uh, and there was a game called Bangayo for the um, Nintendo DS, and you were able, really? to, yeah, and I you didn't were, know that you were able to share your because you could create your own levels, and you were able to share your level with somebody else that had the DS, and it was via that digital 
uh, sound impulse. It, it, it's trip. It's it's really weird. Almost like Morse code, if you will. That's interesting. I but know that. yeah, the technology is still there. But yeah, that's the Commodore 64. Uh, look it up. They did make a mini version of it fairly recently, a couple years back. Uh, the Commodore 64, and it actually has how many games on it? I don't know. 64? 64. Uh, the original 64 console. Yes. Uh, but uh, what was cool that I liked about when they did the mini is they kept the USB port on there because they knew yeah. people were going to hack it and throw more games on it. Like, hey, uh, go for it. Uh, but it was still impressive. Still impressed to this day because as old as that unit was, you put that thing in, especially the mini, you pop it in HDMI cable. And some of those games still run really, really well. Uh, yes, they're emulated, but the emulation of those games still run very fluid. But yeah, Commodore 64, man, what a, um, not too many people had that back in the day, but it was, uh, it, it opened up a lot of creativity to those gamers. So the game I got for you is called Caveman Olympics. I remember Caveman Olympics. Do you? Yes. Do you really? Didn't you do like a spinning shot put with like your caveman wife or something like that? That was, I believe that was only on the NES version. Okay. So that would have been called Caveman Games. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. So what happened was before it was ported on the NES called Caveman Games, it was originally Caveman Olympics. So it's you. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know too much about it, but I saw it and I was like, oh, I got to tell, I got to tell you about it. Cause it was so, I was like, man, what a weird, I, like caveman, anything like you don't see caveman, anything. No, I mean, you, well, you don't see creativity like that no, anymore. You don't, so, no. And so many take a chance. So many take a chance on this stupid game. Cause this is the incarnate, you know what I mean? It's like the incarnation of, uh, or, or the very beginnings of, of video game development. And you didn't have these massive teams that are telling no. you what to do. It was like people like me and you like, Hey dude. You know, probably smoke a bowl and like, hey, let's make this Olympic Games. But, but you're caveman, bro. Oh, you could throw your wife in. Like, can't get away with that stuff th- these days. But what an awesome original idea. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, man. That's that's a good one. Yeah, because I I had saw it and I saw some of the gameplay and I was like, oh, I gotta bring this one up to Mister Nomad because that was uh, I was like, what a silly idea. It's so silly. Like, and I, you know what's funny is like, I don't even think like, can you even play that on any like. Is there an not an emulator, but is there like a collection that has that game? You know what? What's up? Grab that C sixty four mini box right there and check the back. This t- there's a Nintendo Power Glove on top. Just take it off. No, I'm gonna knock it off. No, Dude, just take it off. I'm gonna knock it over. <laughs> no, just take it off. So what? The, what people don't know is that Mister Nomad is messy. I am not. That is a very good display right there. <laughs> He's messy and he has shit on top of his shit. Yeah. And so he wants you to move shit to grab his shit. It's a power glove. Okay. No power glove. Don't, yeah, and don't, it's stuck to something. See? Don't mind the stickiness. It's stuck to something. Yeah, it's stuck. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna drop. Something. Oh, it's in the back. It's not in the hand part, so you're good. So I have the Commodore 64 Mini, and let's see. Nope, it's not on here. <laughs> but you know, it does have on here California games. Yes, and that is a offshoot sports game. Uh, there's actually quite a bit of sports games on here. You have Street Sports Baseball. There you go. Street sports basketball. Mm-hmm. Street sports soccer. But you know what you don't have? You don't have street sports basketball. Instead, you got you got summer games, too. <laughs> there we go. As long as there's no street sports. Wow, there is a shit ton of sports games on this. Winter games. Speedball. Isn't there a skiing one on there? Yeah. What's well, the winter games? Yeah. What a, what a, what a skate crazy... <laughs> Tell that one to Buku. Yeah. So, uh, summer Games too. What an interesting summer, collection of summer, games. Summertime. If you don't mind, I'm going to put it here for right now. Have you ever opened that? 
No. <laughs> yeah, I, was... an open... I have an open one. That's my sealed one. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so that's mine, sir. So let me volley it back to you. All right. So offshoot games, it's a sports game, but one of my favorite playing in the arcade, and then later on they had it on, on the uh, NES and later SNES, good old Tecmo. You got a sports game if you want. If you don't, I don't care. I think it's Which a sports one? Which game. One? Super Dodgeball, dude. Oh, I thought you said Tecmo. Tecmo, well, Tecmo, Tecmo made it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Super Dodgeball. Super Dodgeball. I mean, which isn't that technically a Kunio Kun game? Sure. <laughs> God bless you. Kunio Kun. Kunio Kun. Yeah, like River City Ravage. Yeah, I think so, but I think it was published in America. So it's called Super Dodgeball. It's called Super Dodgeball. So it's a Kunio Kun game. Sure. <laughs> That's one of them that comes to mind, and uh, and not to cut that one short because it, it it was a great game in in the arcade. Uh, you can play people one on one, test your reflexes. So you throw the do- the the dodgeball. If you hit the button right as a, an opponent, you can catch the ball and then throw it right back to him. Uh, jump in the air, a la Marvel's Capcom style. Come down and just beam people. It was a uh, it was a great game. Uh, fun. It was a qu- it was a quarter muncher uh, for sure. If you're playing against a computer, it's really hard. And you would go to different areas. You'd you know, you'd play Japan, America, eventually you get to the Russians. And uh great game. That was good. One I wanna bring up though, before I throw it back to you, I was playing my turbo graphics the other day, and they have and again, you can call it a sport if you want, if you don't, I don't care. I think it's a sport. They have a croquet game on there. <laughs> that really? is surprisingly addicting. Really, I don't know what the translation is because it's it's only on the on the uh, PC engine side of it. So when you get the, if you get the, if anybody gets the Turbo Graphics uh, Mini, you can change the menu from Turbo Graphics to the PC engine, which it was called in Japan, and that game is only available on the PC engine side. So you change the PC engine, and there's this little game. I was just going through them like, but and I'm playing the Croquet game, and it's surprisingly freaking addicting man really i was having a blast with it don't know any of the uh, I, I i do not read japanese kanji katakana whatever you want to put on the screen i can't read it but it's a sports game and i was able to figure out the buttons and i could not put that game down man really it's it's a blast to play i have to check that out and you can play up to i want to say it's 10 players at the same time now you would have to rotate the controller but everybody would get their own turn of course, you could play against the computer and whatnot, but uh, yeah, man, a great game. If anybody knows the game, the name of that game, hit us up on our Instagram. Let us know if you're listening to the show, because I really like to know the translation of that in uh, English. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I wanted to add something on, to your dodgeball thing real quick. Have you played Knockout City yet? No. Do you know what that is? I do not. You haven't? Really? Mm, no. If you love Super Dodgeball, right? Love Super Dodgeball. Do me a favor. Check out Knockout City. It's for the Xbox Series X. Okay. It's by EA Sports, and it is a it is a online only free to play dodgeball super game like that, where you run around in a city and you have to hit each other with dodgeball. I just pop them. Yeah. If it's online only, I probably won't play it. It's so fun. It's three. It's three v three. So small okay. teams, but it's easy to play. So much fun. It's like River City dodgeball. Check it out, dude. Check that sounds fun. It's super fun. I love it. But back to you. So I think, I don't know. I, I let's see here. Uh, we'll just go to. We're going to make it a little modern right now. So let's do. There was a game on the original Xbox. You basically had to play um, prisoners, and you had to throw these discs into like a goal, like a frisbee disc. It was called Death Row. 
Mm-hmm. Did you ever play that? I have Death Row. Do you? Let's see. Is yeah. it back here? It's not out for the corner, so I can't find it. I just, I'm not doing that, dude. I, I'll tell you why I don't do my games. Is, oh, right. It's a, is this an exclusive? Yes. This is a, this is a retro gaming nomad exclusive. Tell me. Uh, I once had my games in alphabetical order, and I uh, had a date come over to my house. Having a great time. It's having here, some drinks. I got it. Having some drinks, and uh, she's noticing my games and my DVDs and stuff, and she goes, are these in alphabetical order? And I said, yeah, why? She goes, uh, yeah, this is kind of freaking me out. And I was like, you know, what really freak you out is that they're in alphabetical order and by genre. Why would you tell her that? No, I didn't. Okay. Just to freak her out more because she already told me that uh, I freaked her out. So uh, that, that was the end of that. But uh, yeah, I'll grab a... And now she's my wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab a death row for you, Ed, if you want to. I do want to see it because I don't see it here. So. I'll get it for you. Well, I'll just say, okay, so I vaguely remember playing it on Xbox. I think I actually bought it when it came, not when it came out, but around the time it came out. And I remember thinking it was so much fun and such a cool idea. And there actually is a um, a VR game on the Oculus VR called Echo. And it takes so much from Death Row. That's why I brought it up because it was such a dumb game, but such a cool. And it was so fucking violent. Like, oh, my God, you could just run up to somebody, beat the shit out of them, take their Frisbee, whatever, and then end it. And I'm pretty sure Retro, retro Gaming Nomad can't find it. I can't find it right now. This is, uh, I'm kind of, I know I have it, though. And this is why you got to do Alphabetical Order. <laughs> it's a new time, dude. People like Alphabetical Order nowadays. All right, so he actually found it. Yeah! <laughs> Not original cover, which whatever. Uh, Death Row. I th- But it's actually a play on words, though, right? How do you mean? Because you're throwing disc, death, death row, death. It's death row, not death disc. But if you put it together, death row, death row. Oh, I see. Death, yeah. death, throw. Yes, death row. Death, throw. Yes, got it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I I thought that was a cool game, and I don't know. If, did you actually play this or no? Yes. Do you remember it? Nope. <laughs> it was made by Ubisoft or Ubisoft, and uh, oh, also South End Interactive. So, like, I can't wait till we do an original Xbox episode because, god damn, did they have so much original ideas on there. They did. Uh, a lot of people would consider it the Dreamcast 2. Oh, hell yeah. And I would uh, 100% agree with them. Um, there was a lot of original stuff. Microsoft was trying to get their foot in the door, so to speak, and getting a lot of, you know, Japanese developers, mostly Sega, on board with some of these original games. But that's one of my, that's one of my favorite consoles, man. Yeah, for uh, sure. They had some classic classic games and then the birth of xbox live a hard drive inside the system uh which had a lot of space at the time at the time yeah and able to to install your your game to the hard drive so there's way less loading don't don't spoil it we'll wait there for the episode hd i I mean save it for the episode man (laughs) i'm excited right now but what i will say is on the subject of that of like original xbox they had some of the premier x the sports games too yes I mean, um, NFL Inside Drive, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty solid. Yeah. NHL Fever, I think it was called. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the one made by Microsoft that was actually a really good football yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, NFL Fever? Well, I think it was NFL Not Fever. Not NHL Fever. No, I think it was NFL Fever. It was the one that was made by Microsoft Games. Inside Drive was basketball. It was That's basketball, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NBA yeah. Inside Which Drive. Which was also pretty solid. It was a pretty solid game. And I want to say... Paul Pierce was on the cover. Of I think book. he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My man Paul Pierce. Hey, that's right. Go Celtics. Yeah, he's a Celtics fan. If you guys don't know that, but guess what? He's not from Boston. 
It's okay. Uh, my aunt and uncle used to babysit them, so bite me. Anyways, um, yeah, I, I find it interesting that um, sports games are such a, a an iconic thing for consoles, right? Like that's back in the day, right? That was like the way you made your console. You needed a good sports game, and you needed a, a mascot. You needed a mascot. Yeah, whether it was Crash, Sonic. Mario. Uh, Atari at one time had Rayman. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was the whole mascot era. And you had to talk about your bits. 8-bit, 16-bit, 32-bit, 64-bit, the bit wars. 32-bits was uh, Sega. Yeah, that, well, 32X at first and then... 3DO was what? 64 bits? 64 mega or 640 mega. I don't know if they considered themselves bits. I, I guess you would say it was a it was a 16-bit system, but... A lot of the games ran off the, the power. The 3DO was not a 16. I'm sorry. System. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Neo Geo. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the gold star. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think you're right. That's the episode I can't wait to do. Is 3DO episode. 3D. Oh no. 3D. 3 My 3DO just died too. I'm crying. Really? Yeah. We were. We were gonna. We were talking about full motion video games, and yeah. we we're gonna. Hey, this. This throwing. This throwing some of this and some of that, and I wanted to play some. Um, Road Rash, nice. and I popped it in and started loading, and it just went out. So I'm gonna try to get it repaired. I'm gonna blow it out, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, it's a shame about your 30. I hope I hope you get that fixing. Thank you. Now let's talk about sports. So is it my turn? Sure. I can't remember. Well, we hold just on. talked about death death row. Oh yeah, so it's your turn. But before we get to that, yes. How are you in your beer? Uh, I'm almost uh, three quarters. Well, I am done. Yeah, you like the sours, man. These things I'm puckering up. Fucking every asshole? Yeah. Okay, well, you got to deal with it. So three, two, one, kill it. I can't kill it. I can't down beer like that. I could drink a lot of it, but I can't kill it. <laughs> You're just like Mike. <laughs> oh, man, it's too tart, dude. It's like it's like eating a... a... Dirty asshole. <laughs> yeah? yeah. Like, Is that how it tastes? <laughs> Jesus. No, nah, it's like somebody got a Pop-Tart and just like... Like pop tart in their asshole, pure, pureed it in an asshole, <laughs> and you just drink it out of the asshole. You know what are you get? What are you gonna do? <laughs> Use a straw. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll give you some more time. So go ahead and tell me yours. One of my favorites, both an arcade. Later, got it at home, and this thing cost me a lot of money. Flex? No, no. A little bit. No, I'm not flexing. Hey, a little bit. Got credit card payment because of this <laughs> on the Neo Geo system in the arcade. Multi cartridge, oh, yeah. nice. At home on the AES, the good old classic Wind Jammers. Fuck yes, I have that on the Switch. Yeah, it, hell yeah. I, there's a C, I have both of them, the first one and the second one. Yeah, I'll say they just released the second one. Well, physically, physically, physically by uh, uh, Limited Run Games. Wind Jammers, one of my freaking favorite one-on-one battle freaking style sports offshoot games. Well, what the fuck is that sport? Not volleyball. It's fucking. It's kind of like disc golf. No, but... it is not like disc golf. Oh, hold on, hold on. You're using discs. <laughs> You're not... kind of like air hockey, but kind of like, <laughs> but kind of like dodgeball. It's more like volleyball with disc. Sure, kinda. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, but it's it's you know it's it's that whole it's it's the whole like you know again we t- we we talked about it in our first episode like pong. Yes, it, it's like it's like a, a souped up version of Pong, but Windjammers, fantastic game, man. Uh, like you said, came out with number two, one of my favorites in the arcade. When I was able to grab one for home console, I had to do it. Absolutely love that game, so I had to throw that one in there. Did you ever think there would be a sequel? 
No, absolutely I not. Don't think anybody ever did. Absolutely not. But because I, th- I honestly think because of limited run, like it made people go, "Fuck, this is pretty dope." Yeah, and they, and and I did a, I I read an article about Windjammers. This is before number two came out, and apparently that game is still played like on on in tournaments like Windjammer tournaments. Yeah, they have like windjam- windjammer tournaments. Like it's it's still a competitive game that people play. We should uh we should be the refs, not refs. We should be the hosts. Like, come on down to the windjammers tournament. Windjammer. Yeah, we could be like um. Uh, you ever see the uh uh movie um not best in show? Never mind. Oh, that's that's a good movie though. That's a good movie. It's me it, it kind of uh mascots. It's called mascots. I have not seen that. No, you gotta watch mascots. We, we could be like those guys, man, where they just kind of like critique the game and we just they just get drunk and they seem high and it's kind of like what we're doing right now oh, whatever story comes my, story of my life yeah whatever you uh say say whatever comes to your oh, mind okay cool just like hey and he fucking killed it <laughs> <laughs> he, he just caught one right up his ass you know i i hope that's not a theme with the show's ass <laughs> it, it already is i hope not it's too late <laughs> booty bootylicious um, bootylicious indeed well while you continue to finish your beer i'm I, done are you, you done grab another one yeah Okay, so I'm going to grab another one from the Lucky Chest of Gold. Um, let's see what we got in here. All right, so what we have here is a beer from a Wild Barrel as well called Mango Passion Gelato. Or is it Gelato? It might. It could be a soft. I'm pretty sure it's Gelato. Gelato? Okay. <laughs> uh, Imperial Pastry Sour. You like Imperial beers? Not really. I think, Yes, you do. <laughs> Imperials? Imperial Stouts? Oh, man, they tear me up, dude. They're wicked. <laughs> they wicked smash anything that's imperial you're guaranteed to have at least eight. you see the alcohol though read yeah. the alcohol I, that's what i'm saying anything imperial is guaranteed to be eight percent or higher this thing's 8.5 so it's about to it's about to do this it's about to be acon it fuck us up so, so it's like a shower beer <laughs> what's so funny about that is i've been wanting to buy like a little thing to hang a shower beer yeah, just so I could be like, you know what? Oh, dude, you got a you got a little bit, you know, a little little hair of the dog, man. You got a little hangover. You jump in the shower, ice cold, dude, and then we got a little high life right there. High life, little Miller high life. But why not Megan Pasho instead? A little sour in the morning. I mean, uh, your body's already sour. Yeah, I guess that's you true. Smell sour. So Wild Barrel apparently is in San Marcos. Where's San Marcos at? Do you know? I have no idea. I don't know where that's at. It's in California. It's probably by San Juan. It was founded in 2016. And you can go to their website at wildbarrelbrewing.com. I only say that because we drank the previous beer, and that was also Wild Barrel. So shout out to them. If you want to sponsor us. Really nice redhead on the cover, too. Who is that? That's blonde, dude. Is that blonde? I think it's blonde. And do you think that's somebody's wife? It probably is. Girlfriend? Sister? Maybe. Daughter? Mother? It's like a stunt double and girl interrupted, if they ever had one. Oh. <laughs> well, hold on. Yeah, do the little... Ooh, that was a good one. Here we go. Here's mine. Ooh. He's like, <laughs> Mr. Nomad's like, I like this ASMR shit. I'm very aroused. All right. Hello. All right. And here's a slurp. What the hell was that, dude? All right. Here we go. You're not going to like it. You're wrong, sir. That's pretty sour, dude. <laughs> I think this is less sour than the previous one. You're out of your mind. I, I do. I think this is way more sweet. Less sour, hence the pastry. Maybe it's the imperialness that um. I kind of dig this one, man. But this is it's def- either I like it or I'm, I'm getting drunk. I was like, I, this is definitely gonna get me drunk. <laughs> well, eight point five, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, well, lift and Uber standby. I'm gonna give it six soccer balls out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give this one actually a seven point two. 
We're not doing points here, dude. Why not? You can't fucking point a baseball. You can't point a game controller. <laughs> why not? What do you mean, why not? <laughs> what happens if it breaks? The knob comes off. It's half a controller. You know what? Okay, then point fives. That's all right. We'll do. We'll do. I'll do. Because okay, because I don't want. I don't want to argue. I I get. I actually give this one a seven point five frisbee discs out of uh, <laughs> yeah out of ten. I actually like this one, man. You say that now, then you'll be fucked up. You're probably right. <laughs> then you'll be like, oh, I hate you, you redhead, or you're blonde, whatever you are. I think she's red, dude. I, I mean, I don't know. I can't. From what I see here, it looks blonde to me. And we got uh, in in the arcade room. There's a lot of will, neon lights flashing. It in the first episode, just at the game cave. Game cave. Sorry, uh, the game cave. There's a lot of neon lights, and yeah, so a lot of neon lights, black light, a lot of picture of men, a lot of picture of men, solid snake, solid snake, uh, <laughs> snake, snake Pliskin. Indeed, Solid Snake. Yeah, and I don't do the black light only because then you'll see a lot of DNA in here too. You don't want to see that. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to see that, guys. Okay, well, <laughs> you don't. Whatever you do, don't turn around and look at the power glove. I, I am not. That'd be too much power. <laughs> All right, so you said... can't spell glove without love, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Get uh, windjammers. Windjammers. You know this one. So it, it technically there is technically a series about it, but I want to do the offshoot. And the offshoot is another original Xbox game, Outlaw Golf. I knew you were going to bring this one up because I have it too. But I'm doing a holiday edition. Okay. Okay. Exclusively where? Do you remember? Was it at GameStop? Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Uh, yeah, exclusively at Blockbuster. You could only rent it or buy it there. Wow. And it was essentially Outlaw Golf, the, the standard game, but it was holiday theme levels, right? Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrate. If we took a day. That's the only song he knows. <laughs> you get that reference? The only, only song I need. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only song I need to know. Uh, yeah, so uh, I brought that one up because Outlaw Golf was fucking crazy for the time. It was an M-rated golf game, mm-hmm. which, like, why? <laughs> but that was the era you could do that, right? Like, now, there's no fucking way you can make an overly sexualized game. Nope. No fucking way. And not to say that it was actually, like, a good idea. It was just a unique idea, right? Like, it was like, oh, wow, like, you know, he's making dick jokes. She's making vagina jokes. Mm. She's overly voluptuous, right? Like, you know, and I'm not, I don't want to say that that's okay because I don't, I don't think it's okay, but it's, there was a time of life where I think it was okay. I think it was time of life. It was more accepted. Is that what it's the word? Maybe, maybe it was, I, because I don't, I don't know. I, Cause I know like, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to get people coming at me. <laughs> no, I, I, well, I, I think at that time, Especially there was, the early 2000s. Yeah, right? there was there was a lot less, I think, conscious on, hey, you know what, this you know this could offend somebody. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to finish that. Uh, <laughs> I am not trying to get fucked. You can pour yours out. I'll pour mine out. I don't care. I am yeah, not trying. Who's that. the who's the who's the wimp now? Wah, wah, wah. I'll take wimp. Go ahead. Give me the wimp. Okay. Well, but yeah, I, do I, you I, want I, me? It, to it was just up? no. Yeah, I do actually. No. no. Uncle Drug Dad. <laughs> Uncle Drug Dad. <laughs> Uncle, wait, Uncle Drug Dad? Uncle Drug Dad. Not Drunk Uncle Dad? No, Uncle Drug Dad. <laughs> because if you say Drunk Uncle Dad, then you're not drunk. But if you say Uncle Drug Dad, then you're hammered. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. 
Uncle Dad's having too much fun. Yeah, but I think I think you're right. It was just a different time, man. It was I don't know. Like I said, I don't think it was more accepted. I think I mean I, I don't think it was more okay. It was more oh, accepted, not necessarily okay. Or less paid attention to because there was there was less gamers at the time, maybe that maybe. I don't know. I, I so I'd say this. The it game was a cool game. The though. game was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Take away all the sexual aspects and whatever, like crude humor, like it was a fun game. Like the mechanics are very yeah good yeah good good play mechanics. If I remember correctly, it was very much like Mario Mario Golf. And honestly, like look, I feel like we should talk about Mario Golf, but like that's too easy, you know? Yeah, it is. Uh, all, I will say, Camelot, the company that made um, Mario Golf, shout out to them. They're one of my favorite development teams. Okay, well that's it. <laughs> Bye Mario. Bye Mario. It's me. So I I don't know. I feel like like Outlaw Golf is one of those games that is so unique because i don't think we'll ever see a golf game like that ever again in my life never ever never ever yeah i, I don't know but i guess that's just my my last thoughts on golf holiday special holiday special that's a good one you pulled that one out of your ass right there Literally. again talking about ass i don't like this yeah what's your next one my next one um i gotta bring this one up because it's uh it's one of my all-time favorites and i still to this day play this game to this day to this day it's a baseball game. It's a baseball. It is very non-traditional baseball game. Can I guess? And it's a absolute guess? blast to play. Can I guess? You can guess it. Super Baseball 2020? You are goddamn right. Super Baseball 2020. Bro, another 2020 was two years ago. Dude, bro, it's, uh, <laughs> we don't even have robots or the little... Yeah, what a bunch of bullshit. You know what those little mines were called when they put it on the field? No, what were they? Avoid the crackers. They're called crackers. <laughs> Anyways, you should uh, avoid the cracker. You should avoid the cracker. You should always, yeah, but man, that game I still play to this day. If you guys uh, have the means, download it. It's available on the Nintendo Switch. It's a Neo Geo game. It was in the arcade. had a, Had a blast with an arcade. Oh, really quickly, that was on my list too. Yeah, Baseball Twenty Twenty, man, you got to. It's it's such a great game, man. Uh, you're able to soup up your team based on your performance and the money that you get by hitting singles, home runs, whatever, stealing bases. You're a bunch of robots, and you overheat. You could blow up. Uh, you have these things called crackers, which we talked about on the field. As as the game goes on, they add more and more of these mines, again, called crackers, on the field. So when you're trying to chase down a fly ball, you can hit these things and literally blow up. The baseball gets hot. You you have to have your, your relievers ready to go. You could soup up your pitcher, soup up your batter right before the pitch. And it's before each individual pitch as well. You don't have to do it before the, the first pitch. And it's just it's just fun to play. Has both male and female players in there. Very uh mech and anime style. The the way when you hit the ball, if it if it goes, which would be a traditionally a foul ball in real baseball, it's not. It like bounces off the off the uh, off the fans, uh, so to speak, and will bounce back on the field, kind of like arena football would be. And you can catch the ball and still call them out. But yeah, just a great game to play. A lot of fun. Has season mode. Has, of course, just a standard mode. I, I wish there was a home run derby mode in there, but there's not. But uh, a great game to play. Challenging as well. Uh, you can play season on there. And it has, um, you know, teams from Japan. Uh, it's traditional Neo Geo stuff. Japan, America. It's not like pro teams. It's not pro teams at all. There, there's no pro players or nothing like that. Um, and some of the names are like hilarious. And uh, some of the names you'll actually notice if you play other Neo Geo games, some of the bad guys that they have in games, 
especially the side-scroller fighting games, you'll notice some of the names are the same. It's pretty cool. Uh, Baseball 2020, if you haven't played it, dust off that Switch if you haven't been playing it. Download that game. It's super cheap. You will not regret it, especially if you're a baseball fan, a sports fan. It's fantastic. Okay. That's pretty good. I, I think uh, I liked it a lot because I played it as a kid, and I think the it was on the arcades, right? It was, yes. Yeah, like, that's Neo how we were playing it. And we were playing it on that red Neo Geo machine. Yeah, the multi-unit, yeah. Yeah, and I remember thinking, uh, like, oh, I don't really care for baseball, but this is fun because you're robots. You know, like... It was It was just appealing, man. It was fun because that, that was that was the, the time, like, you know, early 90s, robots were a the thing. They have always been a thing for me. Yeah. But, you know, I, I was super into Transformers, Voltron, you know, uh, Manziger, all that stuff, dude. Uh, RoboCop. Uh, RoboCop, which is a very, very mature rated movie. When's the last time you saw RoboCop? Actually, it's funny you bring that up. I watched it uh, last year, uh, October last year. How brutal is that movie? Well, yeah, but also it fucking holds up. It does. It's so fucking good. It does, man. It's so good. It's like Dead or Alive, you were coming with me. Yeah. Drop it. (laughs) I I, I love it. I love RoboCop. What's your your favorite scene in RoboCop? Uh, It's the scene where he shoots that dude in the nuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like... Uh, my, one of my favorite scenes, other than the guy getting drought uh, doused with acid and he comes oh, out looking like a too. zombie, that's a good one all day. But you look at that, you're like, oh my god, man! They wouldn't do that to this day. But it's uh, when he brings that bazooka out and he goes, here, try it. And he brings it out and he shoots it. He blows up the freaking yeah, car, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking shout out to Peter Weller's. Yeah, Peter Weller, man. Uh, also, uh, one of my favorite movies that he's in is uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Fantastic. Is he good? Yeah, he, he is. That's oh, Peter Weller, man. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, good good call on the Super Baseball, man. That was one of my choices. So good call. What is your next? Uh, you know, it's my next one is a silly one. It's also more modern. It's on the Xbox 360. Okay. Specifically, the Xbox 360 Connect. I think I know where you're going with this. I don't think you do, actually. I'd be I, shocked if you I do. I think I know where you're going with this. Go ahead. What do you think it is? You go first. I don't know the name of it, but I think... Well, what do you think it's about? Is it the multi-climbing... Nope. Right, okay, go ahead. It is a baseball-themed game. Ooh. Meets House of the Dead. Oh. Called Diabolical Pitch. I have no idea what you're talking about. Really? None. I'm about to tell you. Diabolical Pitch is a game. I don't know who developed it. Lay it on me, daddy. <laughs> Uncle daddy. <laughs> Lay it on me, Uncle Drunk Daddy. <laughs> Uncle Drunk Daddy, no! <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a... For those who don't know, the Xbox 360 Connect was like a camera that basically sensed your full body and you could do like, you know, gesture control gaming. It was a piece of shit. It, it was, but the the voice recognition for the time was great. It was pretty good. I used to, ch- I used to turn on my Xbox like that. Oh, hey, Xbox on. Xbox on. Xbox, Netflix. Xbox, booty. And I'd be like, huh? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think um, the Connect was very unique in what it could do. So... This game, you played a superstar pitcher, nobody famous, but just a random name, and he breaks his arm, and he goes to hell. <laughs> it's kind of morbid, dude. It's, uh, <laughs> is this okay for our audience? And, yes. And so, basically, in order to fix his arm, he has to go through this barrage of baddies to meet this witch that'll help him. And so, he gets this prosthetic arm, and it gives him the ability to throw balls at zombies, like baseball is at zombies. So it's basically House of the Dead meets baseball. And you're having to do the pitching motion and throwing balls at uh, all these zombies. Monsters, really. And it's a fucking blast, dude. 
Uh, I don't think they made a physical version of it. I think it's just digital. But if you have not played it, Mr. Nomad, you I, ha- I have not played it. You got to check it out, dude. You would dig it. You would dig it. Yeah, let me, let me see here. Hold on. I, I You know, it, it's funny because the the Kinect didn't really have any big hitters, in my opinion. It did not. But like this In fact, they kind of killed my favorite franchise. Oh, Panzer? Panzer. Yeah. yeah. Talk about that real quick. Panzer Dragoon, one of my favorite franchises ever. Uh, Panzer 1. Panzer's Vi, both on Sega Saturn, and then he came out with a legendary Panzer Dragoon Saga RPG. Introduced a lot of gameplay elements that are still used to this day in, in some in some RPGs. And then out of nowhere, well, I, I, for the Xbox, the original Xbox, they came out with Panzer Dragoon Orta, which was kind of like a kind of like a combo of the first Panzer and Panzer's Vi put together. Uh, still very good, and it's backwards compatible. So if you have an Xbox Series X, it looks phenomenal on that thing we should do a panzer episode oh i'll be here all day dude i'll good. be here all day good uh but they did one called crimson dragon and it was for the connect that's right and it, it i i basically i went i went from from 12 to 6 on that one i bet <laughs> so uh that that one that one hurt so diabolical pitch was made by somebody you would enjoy who suda 51 that's more your guy than my what? guy, what yeah, that's more your guy than I got than my guy. What? Yeah, Suda. I, I put Suda up there with uh, Kojima. He's kind of pompous, maybe. Well, uh, I mean, I'm talking about his personality. Just I like, I like. I know you like Suda Fifty One games. Well, I like crazy original games, and Diabolical Pitches are no exception. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, literally, Lollipop Chainsaw it's about, stuff. Yeah, it's about fucking devils and aliens. I give and- props. Hey, I give him props for. Taking baseball? For, yeah, well, just for original stuff like that, man, absolutely. But it uses the Unreal Engine 3. It came out in, well, now it's Unreal, Unreal 4. You haven't seen the Matrix thing? Are you kidding me? Have you seen the Matrix thing? Yes. Dude. Whoa. What? <laughs> Whoa. You know, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought I had to include it because I love, I, I love uniqueness and that's why. But I didn't realize, and that makes total sense why I like it because I love uh, Suda 51. Yeah, yeah, What's one of your f- favorite Suda 51? Bro, Shadow of the Damned. Yeah, Shadow of the Damned, man. Which apparently... Is getting a sequel. It is. I saw that. For um, Series X, right? We'll yeah. we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, Shadows of the Damned, you're the one that put me on that game. Hyped it's, it up a little too much, in my opinion. But I, I did enjoy it. it. I, I did enjoy it. it. I did enjoy Every it. Every second of it, I loved. <laughs> and I didn't realize like how infatuated he is with like the like the Mexican culture. He's he's like a, a huge fan of everything man and it's, a lot of it is in that game so if you guys it's a little racist though it it is <laughs> it is a little too stereotypical like eh. it I is i get that he's mexican but like he can bring it bad a little bit <laughs> yeah uh, it's made by a japanese guy sure, so totally, you know what totally. i mean well but here's the funny thing about mexican culture in japan right now there's a huge thing for cholos and cholas right yeah now. you hear about that mm-hmm. that they're dressing like you know cholos and cholas which is but my thing is this like look that's cool if you're not hurting anybody awesome express yourself yeah but like it's odd only because it's like it's so weird to see because they're like very tan and Japanese people are normally not very tan. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that in China too. There's a, there's a following in China too. But China they are tan, so it makes sense. Yeah, but well, uh, but but I guess but I guess realistically, it doesn't make sense, or is it just because I'm putting that on there? And I guess it doesn't because you know what? If somebody wants to use our fashion, they can use our fashion. We use black fashion, you know, whatever. So yeah. they can too. I think. I think it's awesome. Uh, anytime anybody crosses over and adapts a out of like you know classic cars, mainly you know uh, '64 Impalas. 
Uh, but of course, in Japan, I don't know if you know this, but once your it's your engine, once it hits or like around a hundred thousand miles, you yeah. gotta you gotta swap it out. Yep. So they're getting some of these classic ones, and they're putting like smaller smaller block engines in them. But it's all about the look and stuff. But it's low rider. It's it's got the it's got the hydraulics on there, lifts and stuff, and I, I love it. I see that, and I'm like, this is freaking awesome, yeah. dude. Speaking of low rider, and I guess I'll throw this in there real quick because technically, for some people, it's a sport. Uh, they actually made a low rider, low rider game. game. Yes. <laughs> PS2. Which also, like, when you look back, man, that is an era of gaming that we'll never get again. Probably not. And I regret, honestly, not getting that game. Is it worth something? I, I don't care how if it's not worth anything. I just, I miss, I, I should have got that game. Because I, I, when I, whenever I play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I do yeah, do the yeah, hydraulics yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. you know? I was like, man, there was a whole game based on this. <laughs> hydraulics. And I, did, and I didn't get it. I don't care if it's crappy or not. I should have got it. You know what? That's what I'm going to look for in my collecting. I'm going to look for Lowrider. Right. If anybody has a Lowrider game, let me know. Yeah, he'll trade you a, uh, he'll trade you a signature. <laughs> <laughs> they would definitely want more than that. I would have to pay them to take it. You know, I, I think it's interesting because, like, you know, that it, that's such a unique era of gaming. And I would love to do an episode on, like, the most obscure original ideas. Because that is such an original idea that we'll yeah. never see again. I mean, I really doubt we'll ever see, like, a true... Because it was sponsored by Lowrider Magazine. Yes, it was. And I don't think we'll ever see that again. No. Especially when you think about like Mexican heritage and Chicano heritage for that matter. You're never going to see a game that's really dedicated to that. So mm. I think good for them for doing that. I mean, look, it was made by Majesco, I think. I think it was, yeah. And it's like that was basically the LGN of the future, right? So it's like, uh, just like it wasn't the greatest game, but... I don't know. I haven't played it. Never played I, it. I never played it. So I, literally, I, I played... I actually bought it and uh, when I was a kid. And, you still uh, have it? You want to sell it? No, I don't have it. I would give it to you. I don't have it. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, essentially it's like a rhythm game, right? Like you, right. you see a letter, the the the, let, the button you're supposed to push, mm. and then you sink it in the the right order. So it's like triangle, square, X. <laughs> X. But it was like a bunch of like you know popular songs at the time, and you could put like different hydraulics in it, different cars, and. It's such a unique, and it's so funny talking about it because it's such a unique idea that I just don't think you'll see that again. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a lot of card game, car car games. One another one. Remember Pit My Ride? They made I a was Pit My just going to say yeah, that. They made a ride. And, then, and then you had Get Up. Yeah. Get Up. Remember Get Up? Oh, you mean Mark, Mark Echoes Get Up. Mark Echoes so, Get Up. Hold on. I love that game. I know you love that game. That game was pretty cool, man. Yeah. It was pretty cool. It was supposed to be a sequel. A, I never I, did. Yeah. I, it, and of course, Jet Set Radio. It's just stuff like that. Just the whole... Yeah, it was such a good era for original games like that, man. That's, a, that's an episode we got to do next. Yeah, dude. Just original original titles. I mean, we're kind of talking about them with the sports original titles, but... Uh, yeah, well. All right. So that's mine. So go back to you now. Oh, it's my turn. Yes. Okay. One I got to throw out there, and it's, it's more well-known, but... I have to talk about it because I think it's one of the better sports style games that a lot of people have played. And to this day, I wish they would either do a remake, uh, remaster, and just bring it back out. Because I had a blast with it, dude. And that was the SSX uh, SSX series. SSX and SSX Tricky. Now, I know they did remake that, no? I don't think they did. For 360, they did. It was just SSX, right? Just yeah. like a, like yeah, a yeah, remake, yeah. remake. I'm talking about like a full like sequel kind of game because Tricky was dope. Well, Tricky to me was the last really good one, right? Yeah. And then they did SSX three, three. I think it was, which was I like, think was me. I don't know if it was the same development team. I think it was a different development team. That was a big, 
be defensive. That was when e- I could be wrong. That was when EA was doing more like the extreme sports because that was a hot thing at the time. Yeah. So it, it's funny you say that because I remember loving that game, and that was like. And then what's funny about that game too is that that was a, a a lot of people's introduction, at least my generation's introduction to run DMC is tricky. Mm. Yeah, because that was like the theme song when you fucking loaded it. It's just who's, um, it's tricky. Who's run DMC? Run DMC. Run DMC. No, you know who Run DMC is. Who's what does DMC stand for? Daryl Mac, baby. <laughs> I was like, of course I know what Run DMC. Is. <laughs> I was like, what? I go, that's my era. Right that's my era. I remember having a, 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 a little tape deck, little one boombox, going down the street in my uh, BMX, having this on my shoulder, and we're. I was bumping. Yes, I'm dating myself, but I was bumping the tape of uh, Run DMC's "Raising Hell," and this dude was like, "Hey, what's that white boy know about Run DMC?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." Okay. I was cool. If you, hey, you know what? You're still cool. Thank you. Yeah. You're cool too. Meh. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Cool Dad. Uncle Cool Uncle Cool Drunk Dad. You <laughs> just keep adding more shit. <laughs> Uncle Cool Dad Booty Drunk Drunk. <laughs> SSX Tricky. That's a man. good call, man. I, I, that was a fun game. It was a good game. That was a good I, was game. In, I was hella into snowboard games at the time. I don't know why. Because you had Cool Borders, Cool Borders 2, SSX Tricky, 1080 Snowboarding. I had a lot of fun with. Steep Soap Sliders you on know, the Saturn was really good. Do you know what my favorite snowboarding game is? Snowboard Kids. No, it's not, actually. Oh. Say what you will, but I love this fucking snowboarding game because it had one of my favorite professional snowboarders in it. His name was Mark Frank Montoya. I think I know what you're talking about. Go ahead, say it. Is it, uh, what's his name's snowboarding? Nope. It's, not, it's not somebody's name. Okay. It's MTV Snowboarding. What? Yes. MTV Snowboarding. <laughs> I'm going to quote Anchorman here, and I'm going to say, I don't believe you. Dude, I fucking loved MTV snowboarding. I got that game as a birthday gift, and I fucking played it all the time. MTV snowboard. There's a there's a grab. And that's crazy, too, when you think about it, because like, MTV made they made MTV snowboarding, MTV skateboarding. And like also, what the fuck does that got to do with? What does MTV got to do with snowboarding or skateboarding? Extreme. <laughs> right? Like nothing. This is extreme, bro. <laughs> But I loved. Uh, I was a big fan of Mark Frank Montoya from the X Games, and uh, he was a great professional snowboarder. He also had one of my favorite reality shows called The Block. No, I don't remember. Yeah, that. it was on G Four. Remember that G Four? I remember G Four, yeah, which, which came back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came back already? I thought it did already come back. Oh, I thought it. Oh, okay. I don't know if it did or not, but I thought it did come back already. I haven't verified. I was. Uh, I had a huge crush on Morgan Webb. Not, not Olivia Munn. Yeah, but everybody did. But she was kind of. Uh... Hey, man. I like the nerdiness. She's she's pretty cool though. She's fucking uh she's in X Men. She played uh Psylocke. Yeah, I mean I, I know the movie she's in. She was in Magic Mike. I understand. And you see her topless in Magic can't, Mike? We can't we can't get Morgan Webb in a movie? She wanna be in a movie. She should be in our movie. <laughs> our movie? Uncle Dad drunk booty talk. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am sorry, Morgan Webb. <laughs> sorry, Morgan Webb. Don't uh, reject that. Morgan Webb, if you do hear us. Please be on our show. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, I have a fun story real quickly about that group, uh, X-Play. So Adam, do you remember his name? Adam? Adam Schefter. Is that his name? I think so. Maybe. Well, that Adam, I went to a um, a gaming convention with a friend of ours. And um, when I went to that con, I tweeted that I saw Adam on the corner smoking a cigarette. And I go, man, Adam, last name. <laughs> Looks like the coolest white version of Denzel Washington, and he tweeted back to me and said, "He goes, he goes, God damn, that's not the coolest thing I've ever heard." <laughs> awesome. 
And that was like, God, five or six years ago. But yeah, I mean, I should get him on Uncle Dad Talks. You should. Yeah, that'd be good. One. Me and Mike will talk to him. It's got to have a lot. It's got to have a lot, of, a lot of knowledge. Are you jealous about Mike? He gets to talk to Adam. I'll talk to Adam. No, that's a, that's a, that's the main show. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Adam, let's wrap. All right. So you gave is it my turn. It's your turn. Yeah, I did tricky. So tricky. My next one is deep down. I'm a big time nerd. And I love like tabletop games, and this game comes from tabletop games. And uh, it was originally a fan-made game called Blood Bowl on the Warhammer franchise. Ooh! And it became its own game. Uh, now I've not played Blood Bowl one, but I have played Blood Bowl two a shit ton. And it was called Blood Bowl two on Switch, Xbox, whatever, whatever. And basically, you played football in the world of Warhammer, but you know, with weird mythological characters. Or medieval characters even, and uh, you roll dice to play. It was I love that game, man. It's it's unique in its own right, and I know they're making a Blood Bowl three. So count me in. Blood Bowl three. Have you played it before? No, I have not played. Both. Do you like dice games and video games or not? I like Andrew Dice. You shouldn't like play. Andrew Dice anymore. <laughs> you should probably take that back. Boom. Take that back. Uh, I take that back. I don't like <laughs> Andrew, Andrew. You want Andrew to be canceled kiss, right now? <laughs> Andrew, kiss my ass. No, uh, <laughs> Andrew, you suck. <laughs> stop! Stop listening to this. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, kiss my ass. Uh, no, um, I have not played that game. Uh, dice games. The only dice games I really played on a console. On a console, Monopoly <laughs> was none. Not, you're, you never play Monopoly on a console. Nah. Why? You got the board game, dude. But why make a mess when you can literally just fucking play the game? Because you're you're like you're you can make deals. You know, like hey, you you, you got. I tell you what, I'll give you ten free passes on my property. But if you land on on the eleventh time, I'm gonna get you. You know, it's not how you play Monopoly. That's how we play. Well, that's, how we, that's how we play in the hood, baby. The hood, the hood way. The hood. You got credit. You got credit. <laughs> you got credit on my rent. What you got? <laughs> Yo, I got these food stamps, though. You better sell them utilities. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think um, Monopoly on console. Is that a sport, Monopoly? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It's capitalism at its worst, dude. Well, <laughs> it's, it's, is it a sport? I guess you could call it a sport. Uh, the way people are going after shit. But um, no, that's not a sport. Well, I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was throwing, I was throwing a freaking curveball there. I thought this is why you know I'm getting drunk because I'm like, Monopoly's a sport. Monopoly's a sport. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like like Blood Bowl was cool because it added, um, it added that I like the idea that your players could die. So let's say you had like a a full like stack of like superstars, and if you played against me and you killed my star quarterback. That's it. They're done. They're <laughs> done. gone. So I got a fucking sub with a fucking wide receiver being my quarterback. I like that though. But imagine yeah. that in real life. Like imagine like imagine if Tom Brady dies and they were like, well, that's, that's why I like the baseball 2020 because yeah, your your right. players can. Yeah. And may I segue into another one that okay. that can happen to also? Go ahead. Cyberball. Oh uh, yeah, yep, of course. Cyberball. You got that little quarterbacks running. You, you get blown up. Literally blown up. And you're done. Played that in the arcade a lot. We used to have battles, man. There was an arcade called uh, Tilt. Oh, and we would go, And we would uh, go in there, not around here. Uh, <laughs> and we would go in there. And uh, we had a friend that worked there. Uh, Ermin, if you're listening, sorry. And he would hook us up. Uh, sorry, you'd hook us up. <laughs> hook us up. And uh, yeah, we would play uh, Cyberball. And it was always a crowd around it. There was always the same, you know, five or six guys that would come and would just 
battle at that game. Great game. I later on got it on my Atari Lynx. Didn't really compare. Uh, they have it available, I believe. Really quickly. Just can you explain what Atari Lynx is? Uh, the Atari Lynx is uh, Atari's handheld into the color handheld market, of course, after Game Boy and stuff. But it was it was like their their flagship uh, handheld, their only handheld, really, that they made. They made a different version of it later on called a, a Lynx 2. Because if you, if you look at the – and we'll probably do an episode on handhelds later on. But if you look at the original Atari Lynx, this thing looked like a freaking pole vault. I mean, it was so big. They always big. say they called it a javelin, right? Yeah, it was a javelin, man. This thing was so big. They later, later on compressed it and made it a little bit fatter. But it had a, a 16-bit handheld, uh, had a color screen on it. Uh, you're able to link it to another one, pun intended, because the link cable was called a Lynx cable. <laughs> uh, and it was the, the whole Atari thing where they were infatuated with cats at the time, the Atari Jaguar, the Atari yeah. Lynx, yeah. And then wasn't there another Atari console that wasn't released? Yeah, it was never released. It was called the Cougar? It was called the uh, uh, the Panther. No, it wasn't. I don't know. I like the idea it was called the Cougar. It, it might have been Cougar. It was a picture of a mom. Huh. That would be nice. <laughs> it had two buttons on the top. You can well, you know what? No, in, hey-o, in, nope. t- in today's world, they have a hot mom and a hot dad. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but you have a cyberball, man. It, it, it was a fun game, man. A little, little one-on-one. And I think there was, I think it was seven on each side. It wasn't eleven, but yeah, it had some really good, really good plays. A uh, basic football game, blast to play. Played a lot like again arena football. And those who know know what's up, man. That was a that was a game in the arcade that we used to absolutely battle at. Yeah, that's a that's a good pull because I, I remember really I remember really enjoying Cyberball. Mm-hmm. So good call, good call. I think what, what robots robots in general in any sports is fun, right? Like just I haven't played a bad one yet. I mean, even like, and we haven't mentioned it yet, but I think it's too easy as Mutant League football, right? Like, well, I guess we talked about it earlier when yeah. you asked me. I feel like, you know, there's robots in there. Like, I don't know. I think, and they, did you know they remade that too? Yes. Yeah, yeah I have it for the Switch. And mm. It's cool, but it's, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times they try to bring back the nostalgia, and sometimes you play it now, and it, technology has advanced so much, and you kind of expect more. And there's very few games, I think, that you go back and play the original versions of and you're still as entertained, you know, throwing out the nostalgia fact, nostalgia factor to it. And you're like, OK, this game probably wasn't as good as I thought it was. But at the time, it was revolutionary. You know what I mean? And very few games can hold up. And I think, again, going back to, to uh, Super Baseball 2020, I think it still holds up, man. I really do. And, you know, and I really want to. So my next segment isn't the, isn't me picking a game, but I wanted to dive in this real quick and get your feedback. Is the series of arcade-driven professional sports games. So, for example, NBA Ballers. Yep. Hot or not? I wasn't a fan of Ballers. Okay. Did you do you remember the Connect NBA Ballers? Yeah, it came with the basketball. <laughs> yeah, it came with the basketball. You know, like, look, so that one I'm not talking about. But <laughs> I know, but I was just throwing it out there. But but I dug, I actually dug NBA Ballers because it took the idea, if you think about it, right, it builds the idea where NBA 2K went with, like, you know, having your crib, having whatever, your storyline. NBA oh, Ballers, yeah, yeah. NBA Ballers kind of did that first. Yeah, you're right. And so I think we forget about that a lot. But... You're right. That was the first one to really have that whole, like you said, that crib aspect, that ownership, that kind of modification. Yeah, like like your your, you know, I think who was on the cover each time was Stephen Marbury. Yeah, like, Marbury. Nobody fucking remembers that guy. Yeah. Oh well, we we do here. Why? Because he's the crossover baby. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's a crossover. He had a good crossover. He wasn't a champion though. No, he's no, no. But he uh, well, he. 
he had success in America, and then when he hits, I think his problem was his contract got too high, and it's called Starberry. But then he had a lot of success in, I think it was Japan. I believe it. He went to go play there. He was like MVP or something like that. He yeah. won like a bunch of championships. It was nice. crazy. Yeah, but that don't mean shit in America. Yeah, he probably still playing. But Steph Marbury come on the show. <laughs> they might get him. Yeah, maybe. Remember this, Mr. Marbury. I'm a fan. This guy's talking smack. <laughs> Uncle Smack Talk Dad. <laughs> Uncle's, Uncle Drunk Smack Talk Dad. Uncle Drunk Smack Talk out of his ass dad. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, uh, so that NBA Street, uh, NBA Street Volume 2, in my opinion, number two, is still the gr- one of, if not the greatest, arcade basketball game ever made. Phenomenal game. There is no, so I remember this quote on the box, and I will always say that's 100% right. It says, in quotation, larger than life itself. And it's so fucking well said. That was a really good game. Fuck yeah, it was. It was so much fun, man. The it, soundtrack it, was fucking dope. Yeah, it was. The soundtrack was good. Was, and they, they had that whole street it. thing. They, yeah, because they had NBA Street, Volume 2, and then the FIFA Street. The FIFA Street games are good, too. Mm. I like FIFA FIFA Street 3 was pretty dope, dude. 3, but 2 and 1 were me. Uh, yeah, they were, they, were, they were okay. They no, found FIFA their footing th- in 3. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I- NBA Street Volume Two, NFL fantastic. And the, the art, the art on there. I didn't like NFL Street. Never. I wasn't a fan. I, I like the Blitz series better. Sure, sure. I, I, Blitz, Blitz, and Blitz built a foundation for those games. But I think Street. I like the idea that it was kind of like you and your boys playing football. I think I like that idea more. Yeah. I just think I don't know. I'm t- I'm starting to think now. I think Cyberball might have started it. And they kind of like really because you weren't pro sports players. It was Atari. They couldn't. What I'm saying, they couldn't afford the professional. It's Atari, man. Sports, professional sports. Yeah, but the the aspect of getting blown up, getting hit. Don't fuck you with this fucking. Yes, they could because they had Pele soccer. Remember Pele? I don't know who Pele is. He was one of the best soccer players around. Stop! I know who Pele is, man. Okay, Pele. So there you go. So fuck you, Joe Montana's football. Draw Montana sports talk football. Yeah, yeah, yep. God, yeah. remember that dude when that first came out? I bought a Sega CD just for that game, <laughs> and then we're like, oh, and I was like, Ew, this is. You know what's good before the NFL 2K series? What's that? Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders football. That I was actually made that. Yeah, dude. Deion Sanders Sega Sports. That was the first time they used the Sega Sports logo. Oh, really? I believe I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure. But that that game played very well. Uh, it was like the precursor to two K series. So on the subject of all this too, we we, briefly, we actually talked about this kind of in the last episode. Is NFL Extreme? NFL Extreme. That's yes, like, that's a very unique niche niche because it was like pro teams, but just yeah, you know. Well, that we talked about it going back to Madden. Yeah, we, uh, the first the first episode we talked about EA how they went to John Madden and said we're going to make a, a NFL Blitz style game with pro players and we're going to call it Madden Ex- Extreme. And he's like, nope, my name's only going on true football. True 11 on 11. I'm sure he was probably like, mm, later on in life, he was probably like, whatever. Well, Madden's still going. Where's NFL Extreme? <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> there was three of them, though. There was three of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, that's because he left to make Paranormal Activity. Remember? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The little tidbit. Yeah. Information right. you can only get here on Uncle Dad Talks. No. The uh, game, Papa. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to just bring those games and shout those out, like those like pro sports games. Uh, I know Madden tries to include like a like a streets version, but meh, it's kind of shitty. Sports games, you know, as we wrap it up, I think sports games like is a foundation of gaming, right? Like it's such a huge part of gaming. Even even if we want it to be or not, right? Like there is some sort of sports game that you played in in gaming, whether it's NBA Jam, whether it's 
you know, NFL Blitz, whether it's Cyberball, there's some sports game that I'm sure you play. I mean, shit, technically even Karate Champ is a sports game. Yeah, that's uh, considered a sport. You know, so you have all these all these sports out there that I think we connect with, and I love the idea that sports is kind of like the original, you know, Call of Duty, if you will. That was the everyday man's game. That was how you connected the people in gaming. Like, I don't play, I don't play Galaga, but you know what I do play? Karate Champ. I'll say with yourself. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's a power glove behind you. <laughs> you said that already. <laughs> so uh, uh, let's do one more each. So, sir. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to throw one out. Last one. Last one. And I got to say, I did some I did some research on this one because I saw, I remember seeing the original video probably five years ago about this uh, game being made. And it right away brought back nostalgia to me, even down to the little zoom in pics of somebody slam dunking a basketball however they weren't slam dunking a basketball in a basketball hoop they were slam dunking it over a nfl goal post if you will i shouldn't say nfl a football goal post i won't say nfl it's called super slam dunk touchdown i don't think i know this yeah so super super slam dunk touchdown made by a company called tipping goat is a crazy tipping goat. Yeah, is a crazy, crazy ass sports game, and uh, you can pick a team of soccer, hockey, football, roller derby, basketball, and baseball players in any combination that you like, and it's a mashup of all those sports pretty much combined together. Really crazy. Xbox One, Steam. I don't think it's out available oh, on so Xbox it's a newer One. Game. It's well, it's. It's been in development for a long time, and I don't know. I don't know the backstory behind it. Like if they if they uh, uh, didn't get enough funding to finish this game or whatnot. But apparently, there's a version that was released on Steam, so you can't get it on your PC. And there's supposed to be an Xbox One version. I haven't checked honestly to see if it is available for download. But I am super super excited about this game. It's called again Super Slam Dunk Touchdown. If you guys can look that one up. If it's available for download, do it. Nothing but positive reviews from anybody who's played even the beta of this thing. And it, that's just a crazy, crazy idea. Any player that you get from any sport on a team, so you can have a football player with a basketball player, with a rugby player, with a roller derby person. Dude, on one team, hey, it's like a martini, baby. <laughs> it always goes down smooth. That sounds pretty fun, actually. It sounds like a, did you say it's on Switch or no? I did not see anything on Switch. It sounds like it's available on Steam, and it's going to be coming to uh, the Xbox uh, download. Okay, so I want. I, I think I would love to see that on Switch. That'd be fun on Switch. Take I it. think it's uh, like because it's made by it's made on on Windows, so I think it's just the the port is easier. Gotcha on Xbox. Maybe maybe it'd come down later on Switch, but that'd be cool. It just sound, dude. That sounds like a blast. That sounds like super fun. Yeah, it's a good good pull. Thank so you, thank mine you. last one is. There we go. It's interesting because it's technically based on sports, but it's not a sports game. It's a little game made. Um, Uncle Dad, our theme today is. But it involves sports, just not sports. Okay. <laughs> so, a little company called Irem. Who makes, uh, of course, the legendary R Type series. One of your favorite developers. Absolutely. Yeah, Irem's uh, great. My favorite game from them is Metal Storm. Metal Storm's really good. And they did a lot of side side scroller shooters, uh, arcade based shooters, uh, along with some strategy games as well. Fantastic uh, development company. But please continue. 
So my game is technically a beat em up, but it's all involving the world of baseball. This is a hard game to find in the arcade, but it's called Ninja Baseball Batman. I am familiar with this game. So it's pretty hard to find, but if you can find it, I've only played it in an emulator. I've never played the arcade machine, but it's literally a beat em up where you play robots again. And, uh, but you, everything literally revolves baseball. You, your weapon's a baseball bat. There's a giant glove that fights you later, like a baseball glove. There's baseballs everywhere. <laughs> baseball is literally all throughout the game. And I had to bring that up because it's just such, that is like, again, the epicenter of like uniqueness, just like baseball and fighting. When did this game come out? What year? This game came out in October 1993. There we go. Again, early 90s. Yep. Development, ideas, sports-related, crazy, zany ideas that, that come to fruition on your digital screen. Fantastic, man. I love it. And it's crazy because it didn't come to the U.S. really. Like uh, it, was, it was a huge hit in Japan, but it never really came to the U.S. Yeah, something that crazy has got to be Japan released. It, that's just... Really? I That's mean, just them. You don't think it would come out here? Like, we no, love probably not. baseball's American pastime. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the Japanese embrace baseball absolutely 100%. But a game, something like that, would I think would be a little too crazy. Maybe now, today, you'll be able to bring that out and people will play it. But back then, no way. You know what sucks is that there's never been a collection that has that game. There's not even like an HD version of it on Switch. Like, we need that game to be available. I think we need to make this happen. I think we should. I don't know how we're going to do that. I think we've got to reach out to the powers that be, put our influence on it, and uh, let's get this game released here in America. Yeah, it, it's, you know, like a full-on, like, you know, American, you know, I know they make, like, the arcade, ver sorry, the emulated version as American text, but it's never really been released here. And it's such a fun game, but I think the cat, the cat problem is, is that it has Batman in it. Like the name Batman. Oh, yeah. So they would have to take that out because I'm sure DC's like, fuck you. You're not doing that. <laughs> Just put two T's in it. Yeah. Batman. Bat they still probably wouldn't be okay with that. Well, here's the thing. With everybody doing these like collections, like you got the Capcom collection, the fighting collection, all that stuff. Yeah. How great would it be if Irem was to do an Irem collection? Oh, hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah. the legendary game. Storm, what do. you said. Yeah, yeah, dude. Super Baseball Batman, but... You know what I say? One, maybe not take just literally take the bat out. Super baseball man. Yeah, do what you got to do. Yeah. Just release it. Yeah, super baseball man. Done. Super super big baseball glove man. Sure. <laughs> or super super balls man. No. Super steal my base balls <laughs> out of my ass. <laughs> Everything's out your ass, dude. What the fuck? But yeah, you know, I I, I wanted to bring that one up at the end because you know it's not traditional. good pool, man. I I do remember that game. I also played that on emulator again back in college. Collage. Collage. I vaguely remember that, but I do remember having fun with that one because I was like, dude, I, I remember playing it saying this is so Japanese. Unique. Super unique. Crazy. Off the top. Just like wh whoever was designing this game was definitely on shrooms the whole time. They were, I hope so. I hope he was. <laughs> they, they were developing this game, man. Yeah. You know, and before we wrap up, before we call it a day, can we do one more beer? I mean, I didn't finish this one. I did. Shut up. I did. No, you didn't. I did. I hear it. There's something in it. Mike will tell you, we never get fucked up. <laughs> mm. We did that one time on episode where it never I aired. I don't know, man. It never aired because, let me tell you, we got sloppy. I don't know, man. When we did uh, Bruce Willis, I think everybody was feeling pretty good. We were feeling pretty good. No, I'm telling you. So, fun factor. But it's, so, we did an episode where when we were launching our first comic book, me and Mike were chatting about, uh, you know, the book and stuff. 
but we got so drunk before and we were like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, horrible. I do. <laughs> I, I barely was coherent. Mike was all over the place. <laughs> no, not like that. I was just like saying something like, yeah. So what do you think? Is it <laughs> yeah. What is it? <laughs> we're we're going to do one. More, we're going to do one more beer review. Cause look, this is for the better of good. All right. So we don't have to finish this beer. We can literally just sip it and throw it away. I don't care. I'm finishing it. <laughs> this one, this beer right here is called the pie of the tiger. Uh, pie of the tiger uh, brewed by who? Brewed by who? Full circle. Full circle. Full, full, uh, full. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle brewing uh, from where? From from well, it's a six ABV, so that's more acceptable. It has two skulls for color, three skulls for malt, and two skulls for hops. It is a lemon meringue pie sour Wait, ale. Before you drink it, can we say something real fast? Sure. What is your thoughts on lemon meringue pie? I love it. You really? I do. My dad probably loves it more, lemon meringue pie, more than anybody I know in my life. Really? I didn't realize your dad loved it. He, he loves lemon meringue yeah, pie. Yeah, awesome. He'll go all out. I can I can do with a less of the fluffiness, or is that the meringue on top? I don't know. Yeah, it's a meringue. I can do with a, uh, a little less of that. Sometimes people, you know, when they make it, they make it a little bit too much. But I'm a fan. As long as that crust is right, crust makes the pie, dude. Crust makes. I guess that's true because that that's what a pie is, right? It's like a pizza. If you you got you can have good sauce and all that stuff, and I'm all for good sauce. But if you got a shitty crust, it's not. Some will argue if you have a shitty sauce. But as they always say, even bad pizzas, decent pizza. That's the idea. No, I think they say that about sex, not about pizza. (laughs) Maybe right. (laughs) Uh, Pie the Tiger. Uh, If you haven't had their pizza or pizzas. If you haven't had their beers, they are so flavorful. Uh, what I think is very unique about their Pie of the Tiger series, uh, full brew, full circle brewing, is that you can really taste the taste the pie crust. Have you had full circle before? Oh, sorry, have you had Pie of the Tiger before? I have had this before. This same beer, or just a version of Pie of the Tiger? I had a version of Pie of the Tiger. This does not look familiar to me, the the cover, but I did have this one before. Maybe it was a different Limering beer. I, I I could be wrong, but this is the hip hop. Puree series, hip hop puree, hip hop hey. puree. Oh. All right, I, I, well, let's give it a try. Here's my a little boom box on the cover. Whoa, that's weird. Ooh, hold on, I gotta take another one. I gotta take another one. Don't know if I like this one. I don't like it either. I this is definitely not the one that I had. I had another. You don't really taste the pie crust. No, you taste this weird bitterness. I had another uh, lemon meringue beer before. God, I don't know. It was was a different one. It's a shame. It it definitely was not this one. It's a shame because I usually like their beers too. It's not bad. It's not horrible. Like like if somebody bought it for me, I would drink it. But like, I don't know. I I don't know if I really love it though. I would say, I guess if we're doing sports uh, and and we're celebrating the Super Bowl, I have 10 Super Bowl trophies. Or what's that trophy called? Uh, The, uh, what's the name from Green Bay? The, um, Aaron Rodgers? No, the coach for Green Bay Packers back in the day. The Not Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> oh, he's the quarterback. Dude. Oh, man. What is... Oh, I'm too drunk. I can't even think of his... Uh... 
his name. Uh, I'll look it up real quick. While, while I look it up, say something about Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay, uh, the only NFL team owned by the fans. What do you mean? The fans own the team. Every other NFL team is owned by one person, one owner. The Green Bay Packers, uh, they're actually owned by the community. Is that and, true? Yeah, that is absolutely Vince true. Vince Lombardi. Vince Lombardi trophy. The Lombardi he was, trophy. He was a. He was a Green Bay. He was a Green Bay Packer. He won. He won the first Super Bowl. I never knew that. I give it four Vince Lombardi trophies. Oh man, I would have to give this one uh, um, encroachment because I am not a fan of this at all. I won't even say Lombardi's name. Damn. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Full Circle Brewing. I am not a fan of this. But I do lo- normally like your beers, Full Circle Brewing. Personally, I I do too. And that's why I'm kind of disappointed on this one. But you know what? I got to give it another shot later on. Maybe it's because we had so many sours. Because I, I, I do notice that too. Like when you start having sours, different ones, it just kind of it affects your yeah, palate a little bit more. Up, yeah. So I'll give this one another shot later on and do a re-review. So uh, let's go back to Lombardi. I'll, I'll give him Lombardi. I'll give you, uh, would you give him six? Four. I don't know if I'm going to go that low. I'm, I'm a fan of their brews, so I'm going to give them the benefit of it. No, but we're not talking about their brews. We're talking about this. <laughs> That's you know bullshit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps like he keeps sucking at like a titty. <laughs> That's how he sucks a titty. I'll give it. Sorry, guys. I'll give it a five. I'll give it a five out of. Oh, not much I'll better. Give it five, five Lombardis. He goes. I'm not gonna go that low. Well, I'll give it a five. <laughs> it's not offensive pass interference, but maybe maybe it's an illegal illegal alignment. Illegal control. touching. Would you say illegal touching? <laughs> yeah. Is that is that a thing? I don't know. Like when you touch him, when you, you should touch me, you touch me illegally. I'll give it a face mask. Hey, that's what I mean. Like face masking and shit. You know, face masking, illegal touching is different. Dude. You can go to jail for illegal touching. Face mask, you just get fifteen yards. Well, the one for fifteen yards. There you go. <laughs> illegal touching, you be you'll be working the yard. <laughs> the longest yard, indeed. Huh? Longest yard. As we wrap this up, uh, I want to say thank you to everybody who signed up. Uh, thank you, really appreciate it. Uh, again, this is month two. So if you stick around for month three, I think we can reveal what the third month's theme is. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Because it is what we said. It is what we said. Yeah, we talked about it. And uh, one of the things I hold uh, dear, close to my heart, I've always been a fan of, is handheld video game systems. Indeed. So month three, we're going to do handhelds. And, uh, you know, this episode probably won't have any pictures, but I think uh, the handouts probably will because you have a huge collection of very unique handhelds. So I would love to show the audience of some of those pictures if you're cool with that. Absolutely. And um, yeah, that's going to be March. And uh, it's also great because that's also Uncle Dad's birthday. Oh. So, yeah. So that's going to be a fun. Maybe 50. want to be 69. 69. Ah, too easy. Hey-o. Yes. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for signing up. Thank you guys. Are we going to give out another prize? Should we announce our prize winner? For January? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we can, but we're doing another one right now. So... <laughs> so one of the one of the winners, uh, shout out to Retro Reptar, yes, uh, on Instagram for uh, playing the game, and he won our first prize pack we ever did, which included a, a Doom Eternal lunchbox, mini, mini lunchbox, a Kobe Bryant token coin, I guess, yes, commemorative coin, DC superheroes minifig, Superman, Dragon Ball Z fig pen, big pen, and a very rare. Very rare. Uncle Dad Studios patch. Yes. Like super rare. The reason why it's so rare is because me and Mike have decided we're never going to print those again. Everything's going to say Uncle Dad talks on it now, not oh, studios. So. so you have an OG, triple OG. Yeah. So if, if you have that retro reptar, I can't tell you. That's a fucking rare patch, man. It might we be only, worth something. We only made 20 of them. So only 20 exist. Wow. And one of them is on my backpack. 
So that might be worth something in 3032. Thank you guys for supporting. And, uh, of course, uh, Retro Gaming Nomad, where can they find you at? Game Papas. Uncle Dad Talks. No, you. <laughs> Your Instagram. Oh, just Retro Gaming Nomad on Instagram, IG. Yeah, I'm assuming, you, I'm assuming you know that already, but if you don't know that, there you go. And, of course, you can follow us on Instagram at Uncle Dad Talks. And, you know, feel free to slide in the DMs. Say you love the show. Say you hated the show. I don't care. So next month, we got handheld. Super Bowl is this month. We don't know who's going to be there. But your what is your guess again? It's Green Bay versus... Cardinals? No, it's Kansas City Chiefs. I think Green Bay versus Niners. Can't be. They're both at NFC, bro. Well, then Niners versus Kansas City? Yeah, except Niners aren't going to make it, but okay. You know, say what you will, but they might. These are fighting words. Yes, they are. Without further ado, everybody. All I got to say is NFC West is representing. Arizona, LA Rams, San Francisco 49ers, NFC West. Best division, unfortunately, probably none of them will win it. But you know what? I, I agree with you. NFC West, to me, is usually like the best. They beat up on each other, man. By the time they get to the Super Bowl, they're done. Yep. Uh, so without further ado, everybody, remember, remember this one thing in life. Remember, it's a peace, love, and game on. Signing out, Uncle Dad, and Retro Gaming Nomad. Take care, everybody.